0: Coming up on podcast 1531, fancy an ID buzz? Hey, i got good news. You can now order one in the UK. Stick around, I'll give you prices. Also on the podcast today, we are talking about a new brand coming from Geely that is all electric. Volkswagen's plans to recycle batteries and when is the EV tipping point? And how close are we? Have we hit it? We'll find out Those stories and a lot more to discuss on today's podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to EV News Daily, your trusted source of EV information. It's Thursday, 14th of July. My name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll start with news of the Cadillac Celestique. If you think this is going to be anywhere near affordable or reasonable, you'd be very wrong. This is a vehicle which is purposefully priced very high, uh, aiming at the Bentley and the Rolls-Royce buyers. Cadillac is still teasing information about the Celestique. The latest images we now see, a bit of interior, a bit of exterior. Look, it does look utterly stunning. It's a fastback shape, uh, very low slung, looks quite sporty. Interior shots look exquisite very handmade in terms of the back looks like you you know you could just fall asleep in the back there nicer than most people's living rooms lovely rear seats got your own controls for uh, your own Entertainment and stuff like that. Everything you'd expect on a high-luxury six-figure price tag car. $300,000 is what I've seen. $200,000 was what I was seeing last year, uh, but three hundred dollars now are the numbers that I see reported. Uh, four seats trimmed in red leather in these pictures, and uh, it looks like uh, just a huge... Uh, luxury place to be. So uh, definitely a, a car that won't sell in big numbers, but will do, I think, something for the brand image. Uh, Certainly for Cadillac, at least. Now, we'll talk about the ID Buzz being open for order. Do you fancy one? Do you want the new camper van, the new surf van? Well, the good news is UK order books are now open for the all-electric VW ID Buzz. And prices start from £57,000. The ID Buzz sold by Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles, So you need to go to the van website, not the Volkswagen Cars website. It has a 77-kilowatt-hour battery, regardless of the spec that you go for. Uh, That'll be about 150 kilowatts of power. A rear motor on the Buzz, 258 miles of range. I think that's very reasonable for that size battery and that shape of vehicle. It's not going to cut through the air. Three trim levels. And if I were you, you know, if you are in the market for that, I think everyone will get the first edition because you can either get the life, the style, or the first. Well, the Life version starts at fifty-seven. you got some LED headlights, heated windscreen, uh, the Pro Nav on that, and the 10-inch 10, 10 touchscreen. Uh, there's the Style version, which will cost 62000 adding some Matrix LED screens, ambient lighting, and things like that. And then you've got the first version, which is 63000 And look, this... It is more money. I get that. But if you're spending that much as a percentage, I think a lot of people will just spec. They'll just go big and stretch to the first edition. Uh, you've got all the safety, security, convenience features um, that they can throw at the vehicle. 21-inch alloys, 12-inch uh, touchscreens, comfort seats in the front with memory functions. It's a very nice vehicle. Don't get me wrong, but it's still... £63,000 for the ID Buzz. I'm really, really into the solid colour. Now, I know lots of people will want the two-tone colour with a different body and a different roof, etc., and have that kind of real throwback retro, or maybe they've had a a camper van uh, before that VW do that on, but... The solid colors look nice to my eyes. Um, The specs are really good. I think the the EV chops, as it were, having a 77 kilowatt hour battery and that amount of range, also very good. Uh, And if we could afford one, we would absolutely be having one in the driveway. But hey, maybe in a few years time when they're on the used market. We'll wait and see. Now, the Chinese car maker Geely officially launching a whole new car brand this week. They've called it Radar. And uh, the first vehicle we've seen is a pickup truck. Looks like a mid size pickup. Uh, it's called the RD6, and it's based on their group platform. So again, keeping the costs down. It's a way to get market uh, to the cars to market the truck, I should say, to market very quickly. Uh, the radar RD6, pure electric mid size pickup truck, uh, modular. They say, and they say that. Radar will launch more products focused on outdoor lifestyle uh, buyers in the future. Medium-sized pure electric pickups, medium-sized and large-sized EV pickups, and full-sized pure electric pickups. Even off-road SUVs and ATVs uh, from this new brand, Radar. Didn't say as far as I could pick up where it would be sold. Uh, They were aiming this Western media, so if it is just in China, it'd be a real shame because it's got a lot of coverage. But hey, maybe these vehicles could come to the US and Europe as well. Now, Volkswagen and Audi are tapping up Tesla's former uh, CTO at Redwood Materials, and they're getting together to ensure that battery packs at the end of their life, or even as they start to get a little bit old, uh, go to the best. Next home, the two VW Group brands, VW and Audi, working with Redwood Materials and J.B. Straubel, uh, one of the founders there, coming from Tesla to recover and recycle battery packs um, from their 1,000 dealership network in the US. Redwood will bring the packs to their Nevada factory, where 90% of the metals are recycled, nickel, cobalt, lithium Copper. They're all recovered and recycled. And as the refining process goes on, often these, uh, where they're used in the second, third life, actually the materials get purer, right? They actually get better. And so it's so much, It's so fun uh, being on Twitter. It's not fun being on Twitter sometimes, but it is fun being on Twitter, uh, watching the conversations around those people that don't know this stuff, that think batteries last five minutes, they're going to go into landfill, uh, that they're good for nothing after 10,000 or 50,000 miles. And the thing is, after hundreds of thousands of miles, not only are those batteries good for second life, third life usage, home storage, grid storage, but if you do want to recycle them... There's absolutely so much value in those battery packs that people like Redwood will happily form a whole business around recovering those metals. The components are then sent back to battery cell makers, the likes of Panasonic. Uh, they announced back in 2021 they're going to build a $2 million factory, making cathodes and anodes, uh, using recycled material up to 100 gigawatt hours per year worth of materials. There's about a million vehicles, right, on recycled materials in 2025. I'll pop a link to TechCrunch in the show notes if you'd like to read more. Now, Bloomberg saying that tipping points are being hit in the U.S., The tipping point for electric vehicles, well, they say we've hit it. And they've actually worked out some numbers based on around the world. And they justify it. And I've got to admit, I like their argument. (laughs) You won't be surprised to hear. Bloomberg, which this is behind a a paywall, by the way. uh, But CleanTechnica were reporting this. Uh, Bloomberg telling their subscribers that electric cars have now passed the tipping point in the US and that one quarter of all new vehicles sold in America will be pure electric by 2025, several years earlier than expected. It was CBS News reporting that the US is the most recent addition to the list of nations that have hit tipping point. And the tipping point is such a low number, you might think to yourself, Hang on, I th- I, like tipping point should be like 50% or so. Well, it's actually 5%. And we've seen around the world in different countries, when they get to 5% of new vehicle sales being pure EV, that threshold has led to the adoption curve shooting upwards. And it happens over and over again around the world, not just the Norways of the world. But based on the latest findings of Bloomberg, in the last six months, the US moved past the tipping point, and it followed 18 other countries that have done that, and the tipping point being 5% of new car sales. And if these trends continue, there's no reason they won't, a quarter of new car sales, if the supply is there, that's like the big caveat that I would add to this story. If supply is there... 25% 25% of new car sales can be pure EV by the middle of the decade. 5% is the magic number at which early adopters get joined by the rest of a population. Kling Technica report on this one. They write, Bloomberg found the scenario had played out in Norway after its first 5% happened in 2013. China followed suit in 2018. South Korea then followed last year, and it's happened, like I say, in 18 other countries, you get to 5%, and it seems a tipping point. It's, it's such a low number, isn't it? But these early adopters, which we probably still are at the minute, you and I and those interested in e- e- EVs are a little, of the, a little ahead of the curve, you would say, um, uh, driving it forward. And then everybody follows. And that is really exciting to think about. Now, Talking about growth in China of electric vehicles so far this year. Factors including rising raw material prices and even COVID have impacted and caused some to worry about whether the Chinese EV market, which has been so fast growing, is going to stall. Well, it's this article in CNEVPost.com points out that in terms of the domestic market, the growth rate is not dropping before the penetration of of NEVs gets even higher. And some people, uh, like the securities analyst uh, Deng Yongkang, thinking that it's going to take until EVs get to 50% of the market before that growth rate is going to slow down in China. That's according to his comments uh, reported by local media, The Paper, and Wall Street CN. Well, China is the fastest growing market for EVs in the world, and penetration there is bound to be higher than in overseas markets, and it could rise rapidly to 50%, said this analyst uh, very, very quickly. Right, coming up on the podcast soon, we'll talk about the Canadian government's developing uh, more EV chargers, and why Vietnam's EV maker is raising a lot of money to move into the U.S. Stick around. Those stories, they're on the way. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. Now, the first of a couple of Canadian stories on the podcast today. First up, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announcing earlier yesterday that Ottawa and Ontario have signed a deal with Umicor. Uh, That's a global metals refiner. And that deal is to build battery materials facilities in uh, Loyalist Township. Speaking at Queen's University in Kingston, in Ontario, the Prime Minister said the Facility will supply materials for 1 million EVs every year. Umicor, a multinational corporation based in Belgium, uh, transforms metals like nickel, cobalt and lithium into the cathode, uh, the active battery materials according to cbc.ca and our second canadian story today is all about peak power now that's a company that's received 765,000 canadian dollars uh, through the natural resource canada's zero emission vehicle infrastructure program the nrcan vip seriously they're going to install 117 chargers the total cost of the project uh, over 1.6 million with peak power installing them across several mixed developments in ontario canada peak power providing battery energy storage systems that use their own software called peak synergy enabling the chargers to draw energy from the grid when it's cheap and available and avoiding peak demand now, let's go to Vietnam next where they Vietnam the Vietnamese domestic car maker Vinfast has signed a deal with Credit Suisse and Citigroup to raise four billion dollars in a mix of debt and equity to fund their expansion into the u s Each bank will facilitate two billion in financing. Vinfast will build a facility in North Carolina, according to the statement yesterday from their parent company Vin group the move is the latest in a wave of Asian companies including uh, the Taiwanese chip maker TSMC and Hyundai from South Korea uh, shifting supply chains to the US and building them on US soil according to nikkei.com uh, link in the show notes for that story now the Citroen ami the little roller skates uh, that'll do 28 miles an hour how many have they actually sold well I think the number is massively impressive 23,000 of them have been ordered since it launched a couple of years ago. It's already marketed now in nine countries around Europe. The Citroën Ami is available in the United Kingdom and Turkey from this summer. France, the largest market with 13,000 orders. 83% are private, 17% are business or fleets. AMI is number one in the quadricycle market. You won't be surprised to hear. And number two for all energies combined, says this article. It's got a market share of its segment of 26% uh, last month in May. The quadricycle market growing by 10% driven by the likes of the Ami and its competitors. Now, Ohio next in the news. The Ohio Development, uh, sorry, Department of Transportation identifying 15 corridors for EV chargers. Another state that's using that money available in order to build EV charging. They've determined where a number of the federally funded charging stations will be deployed across the state as part of their plan to spend more than $100 million in that infrastructure money on EV infrastructure. The Ohio Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Deployment Plan um, was what they did, necessary for them to snag that Portion of the five billion uh, that was in the pots. Uh, that includes as well uh, the goal to install half a million EV chargers across the US by 2030. I'll pop a link to govtech.com where I found this story uh, if you want to read more. And that's your podcast for today. Question of the week, taking a short break for now, but it will return. And thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, individuals, businesses, organizations, our premium partners. Get a daily mention if you like one. You can be a premium partner. Um, but I'll make this show for free for everybody, Uh, funded by Patreon, of course. Uh, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, also Brad Crosby, Porsche of the Village in Cincinnati, Audi there in Cincinnati East, uh, alongside Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the US mainland, and uh, Aloha Charge there in Hawaii. Derek Riley from the EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at rsev.co.uk. He will buy and sell EVs in the UK. he should be the first person you call octopus electric juice make public charging simple with one card one map and one app and book your getaway at millbrookcottages.co.uk you can book online and grab yourself a five-star luxury cottage break in devon and when you do tell me when you get back how you enjoyed it i'd love to hear that's your podcast for today see you tomorrow and remember there is no such thing as a self-charging hybrid